Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A blessing for a saintly person. Ruth 3.10 May you be blessed by the Lord, my daughter. You have made this last kindness greater than the first, and that you have not gone after young men, whether rich or poor. This is the fourth prayer blessing in Ruth. The first and second were blessings by Boaz upon his workers, and then upon Ruth. The third and fourth were blessings upon Boaz by Naomi. Here, in chapter 3, verse 10, Boaz asks God again for a blessing upon Ruth. Naomi had hatched a plan to secure a sound future for Ruth and herself. This part of the story is filled with obscurity, double meanings, and some things that might offend modern people. Values, customs, and conditions in the ancient world were quite different from our world, so it is necessary to place the story in its original context to understand its meaning in the prayer. Ruth carries out Naomi's plan. She washes, she puts on perfume, just as one might do for a special event. After dark, she goes back to the field. As Boaz eats and drinks with his men, she stays hidden from him. When he goes to sleep in his tent, and somewhat drunk, the story implies, she slips past the dozing workers, tents, and bundles of grain. She enters his tent and lies down beside him. Many translations describe her as uncovering his feet, but the Hebrew word for feet can mean legs, thighs, or even genitals, and in fact it usually means the latter. Given the setting, and the other words and phrases with double meanings in this scene, for example, to lay, to know, to go into, it is clear that Ruth is offering herself to Boaz. Boaz's response and his prayer confirm this interpretation. When he awakes and asks who it is that's with him in the dark, Ruth tells him her name, and asks him to spread his wings over her. This is another word with two meanings. It can mean wings in the symbolic sense of protection and care, such as in Boaz's earlier prayer where he says that Ruth has come under God wings in chapter 12, verse 2. It can also refer to the hem of a garment like a robe. Both appear to be meant here. Ruth is asking Boaz to protect her by making him, by making her his wife. It's quite bold of Ruth to enter the tent, to offer herself to Boaz, and to propose marriage. Yet it is not the only time that we find a childless or husbandless woman in the Bible resorting to bold tactics to protect herself. In Genesis 19, Lot's daughter did so to protect her family's line. In Genesis 38, Tamar had to trick her father-in-law Judah to do his duty in helping her find a husband. These stories are an interesting commentary on how characters in the Bible do not only pray and wait, they also take action, especially when others are depending on them. Boaz responds to Ruth's boldness with this prayer blessing. In it, he refers to his last prayer where he asked God to bless Ruth because she left her homeland to stay with her mother-in-law and take care of her. Now, Boaz says Ruth has outdone herself. This implies that Ruth has already had offers of marriage from other men, most likely the field workers. She could have accepted one of those offers and married a man her own age age, and had a good life. However, it is likely that the younger workers would not have had the means to care for both her and her mother-in-law as Boaz would. So once again, Ruth is thinking of the needs of her mother-in-law above her own. What is the meaning of this? 
As noted, we should avoid reading our culture into the story, or we might miss its intended meaning. It might seem a bit unusual for a woman to enter a man's bedroom, to uncover him, to lay down with him, and to propose marriage. But women at that time were more vulnerable than they are today, especially an older widow with little or nothing to offer. Ruth and Naomi could not apply for a job. They could not go to a food bank or a homeless shelter. There was no welfare system. In the eyes of a reader from that time, what Ruth did was a bold act to protect her mother-in-law. This makes it honorable in that culture. That's the meaning of this story and one of the themes throughout the book. How do people respond when faced with difficulties? What will a woman do in a foreign land with no family? What will her daughter-in-laws do? What will Ruth do? And now, what will Boaz do? It is evident that he is impressed with Ruth and wants to marry this young, beautiful woman. Yet he seems he is not Naomi's closest relative. The rules of that society held that the nearest relative must be given a chance to marry Ruth. What will the closer relative do? What will Boaz do in response? Prayer blessings are not one of the more common types of prayer that we offer, especially perhaps maybe at meals is when we do it. While we might say, God bless you, or ask God to bless someone in our private prayers, we rarely do as Boaz does here and request a blessing from God in the presence of that person. How do we apply this prayer? Think of someone you know who has acted in a sacrificial way for the good of another, much like Ruth did. Maybe they acted on your behalf. Consider what that person did and what was sacrificed, and write a prayer blessing that you could speak to them. Use the prayer of Boaz as a model. If you can, find a time to speak your prayer to that person. Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. Learn more about the Praying Through the Bible Project on our website, prayingthroughthebible.com. That's T-H-R-U. If you are a subscriber, thank you. If not, please consider becoming one. Feel free to get in touch through the comments or on our website. Until next time, blessings on all of you.